0: Welcome to Might In Motion, where we help you navigate your personal and professional goals to manifest them into your deserved career and life path. Here at Might In Motion, we don't make excuses. We do the work and go above and beyond. The Might In Motion podcast brings you guests that will help stretch you out of your comfort zone and push you to improve your goals. Like, comment, and share This is Might in Motion. This evening, I welcome Jason Munden, Blue-Eyed Productions, uh, to our podcast this evening, I am really, really excited about this. He specializes in corporate media, branding, training, social media, and video content creation with well over 15 years of producing video content for target audiences. And his passion and love for what he does is the energy that he brings. It ensures a positive outcome for each production. Jason, welcome to Might in Motion.
1: Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is super fun. I'm excited. We're gonna dig into some fun stuff.
0: I know, I know, and it, you know, it's it's really fun how small of a world it is. I mentioned in the green room that I, you know I'm in Georgia. You're like, hey, my, my daughter lives in Georgia. I'm like, nice, that's really cool. It's a great state, you know. And we have a lot of video production uh, here going on, which is also amazing. Um, so I think just so maybe to start off people might not know who you are and what you do, but um, you work with some really big corporations like T-Mobile, Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft to do some really cool stuff. So give us a little bit of background of what Blue Eyed Productions is.
1: Uh, Thank you so much. Um, The long and short of it is I've I've followed my passion in life and um, I, I started in front of the camera early on in my 20s and and loved that. Actually, in high school, it all started. Um, we Back in the day, I'm going to date myself here, but like back, I graduated in 92. But, you know, the digital revolution was just starting. And uh, I had one, my speech and communications teacher literally opened the the door to do this. And we started the very first like video announcements um, mm-hmm. back in the day. He had a passion to see, you know, the to usher in that era to high schoolers and so I was the first part of that I've been a first on a lot of things so I watched kind of the old school come into the new school Um, yeah I'm dating myself for sure but uh, then in my first just you know coming out of college and all those kind of things I I probably could have dove in more but I waited and then I started Blue Eye Productions in 2001 and uh, just again followed my passion realized it's great to be in front of the camera but it's kind of more lucrative to be behind the camera or the ability to do both. It's it's funny because I've still jumped in front of the camera on different things because I love a little bit of that uh, actor energy for sure. But at the end of the day, it uh, really was, you know, following my passion and, and understanding that I was really good at a couple of things. And that was um, seeing other people's vision uh, translate. Um, early on, I learned that I had to take my ego out of the way, um, yeah. which helped a lot when you were dealing with small, medium companies. And, and even the large companies, it's like, it wasn't, it's not my video. It's not my production per se. Um, they're always the executive producer, my customer, my client, my, my business that I'm working for there, their message, their brand is, you know, takes the utmost. And so um, I've in 2002, I'm sorry 2004 we um became vendors preferred vendors with t-mobile and you know once you kind of get and t-mobile was really only about two years old in in the states and so we built 14 years of still doing work with them now which is a tribute to you know the goal or the the advantage of uh, work well done is more work right. so if you're doing your job right you're going to get used more and more but once you get a client like t-mobile it really opens the doors for other Fortune 500, Fortune 100 Mm -hmm. companies to be like, okay, you've worked at a very high level. Um, And then being from the Northwest, it's funny. I moved from uh, literally Bellevue, uh, Issaquah, Washington, and and moved to California. Uh And I up all these clients after I moved. So I'm like, but after you get used to sunshine, you just kind of want to live in Southern California for the rest of your (laughs) life. Where I've been but um it's uh so yeah that's kind of what happened and then you're able to bring um so what blue eye productions does is bring kind of that wealth of knowledge from the bigs Mm -hmm. uh, to your startups to your mid-level corporation sizes and then of course to other enterprises and uh and we do that in a couple of different prongs um marketing videos um not necessarily marketing campaigns like tv commercials and things like that although we've been a part of that stuff that's really done through agencies, but um, training videos, messaging videos, product videos, especially internal. Stuff. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of that. And great companies, this is a very clear statement that I can make to anybody who's great company, anybody who's listening. Great companies invest into their people, um, which is another reason why I do what I do. I love people. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by how people learn. I'm fascinated by how people communicate. Uh, I'm a studier of communicators. I've filmed thousands of speakers. I've filmed thousands of people. And that's not a lie. It's thousands of people over yeah. there, 20 years. And you get to identify um, strengths and right. works for some people and types of people. Um, so I hope I kind of answered that question with this big old... Big nugget of like who and what. um. Yeah. I mean,
0: you've said a lot of really cool things. And one of them that, well, there's actually two that really stood out for me, right? So, you know, I'm 20 plus years corporate America junkie, right? And, you know, when you talk about taking care of your people and following your passion, those two things I think go together, especially in a leadership role. If you do not have a passion for developing others, you shouldn't be a leader. You shouldn't, you know, like at that point, you really become a boss. You're no, you're not really a leader. You're just a boss. And so I love how you've interwoven that, that passion you have to do something creative and your passion for people and putting them together. Cause so like, for example, I want to tell a story. I usually do it in PowerPoint because once again, corporate America, but there are some things that are so much broader. You, you, you try to automate it. You try to like, you know, have cool things that PowerPoint does. And sometimes you've got to go and actually digitize what your story is. You create a storyboard and it, maybe you have people doing it or you have animation doing it, but when you're able to take that idea, storyboard it out, then you're able to actually present something for people to consume.
1: Yeah, you. I mean, you're you're literally using a word that uh, comes out of my mouth so regularly. People don't remember information; they remember story. Yes. So anytime we can wrap story around any kind of learning or training, um, it all of a sudden becomes very very real. We're literally writing five episodes for um, some learning and mm-hmm. um, that we're doing with Microsoft right now. And the, but what they're finding, and the Wall Street Journal actually just uh, released this the other day. It's super exciting for us because it's getting recognized, but Microsoft has actually just said they prefer learning like this Netflix style episodic learning. Oh, yeah. um, and we're excited to be at the tip of the sword on this stuff because people remember story. And if they can identify and see themselves inside of a story, they're like, okay, I, I get that. I get it. Mm-hmm. And it hits people at different levels. Like, oh yeah, I need to take a breath before I jump into this next meeting. I need yeah. a little self-care right before I do this thing. So if you can show those moments like you would be watching a television show, it's amazing what you can communicate through story. And right. so I love that. I love that.
0: Well, because story equates to emotion wow. and you know, like you don't remember, I don't remember how, how it felt when I skinned my knee when I was, you know, seven, but I remember how somebody made me feel. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so that's where it starts to resonate. I think with, with folks, I think it's really cool that you've been able to, to take that and you're doing something so creative that helps people in their day-to-day, day lives, which is Thank pretty you. awesome.
1: Yeah. It's super fun.
0: Um, so the, you know, how do you, a lot of times people say, Oh, I have a passion for doing something. And then they start feeling burned out. They're like, well, my passion's gone. I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, how do you continue and create that, that grit, that, that knowing that, Hey, maybe today I'm not, super, super excited about what I'm doing, but it's following my passion. And so therefore it's okay to get through the grind of, of one day, because you know, you've got 22 years of living a really cool life.
1: Sure. Yeah. And it, that's a great question. And I think it's, I think it can be spread over any career or anything. And and that is a lot of self-awareness and people that, that have tapped into that, I think, realize it. And they're, they're the ones that are seeing promotions. They're the ones that are going up to that next level because, and some people have walked away from, I'm hearing it more and more, you know, COVID opened up a lot of doors for people that are like, I'm never going to go to a nine to five again. I just, I personally just spent three days inside of corporate America. And I'm like, that's not me you know, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it's, it's, it is that whole thing of like, you've got to find that thing and only you can answer that. And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing I talk. It's interesting how, because I deal with so many businesses, I feel like I've been in master classes in so many industries, tech being a main one, wireless another. But it's interesting to me that you see the people that have the passion for that one thing, especially when I'm working with the smaller businesses, the startups, and or the mids that have been around for 10, 15 years, they really they're living their passion. They're living right. those things. And I can't even tell you how easy it is to work with those people. Right. And and then you have the opposite <laughs> the opposite, but uh, that's a whole nother storyline, but it's where I'll go into a major corporation. They literally say, you tell us what you need.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I Go to a mid level who really needs what we have or what we can do through video. And they're like, well, I think it should be this way. And I'm like, really? <laughs> OK, then it's <laughs> uh, all thing. But back to passion, like that, that's it. And I encourage people to find, get coaching, do the thing. I work closely with a couple of amazing coaches, both male and female, that, that really can open up. I have a personal coach right now and um, we mind map and um, and he's not even in my world. He's not in my world. He's not in right. video production. Right. I have mentors for that. And, you know, I follow people, but. Um, there's nothing. And I go back to what I just said, which is nobody, absolutely nobody can tell you what that is except for you. And if you follow that internal thing, that's like, that would bring me happiness. And that would be something I could do for the rest of my, I I, I got, I was like, I had a grandfather who like, he gave me this, the statement early on, find what you love and, and do it and, you right. make money and you'll get rich. you know, I mean
0: everything else will come in line because you're creating, you're creating that, that heaven on earth, right? Cause you're doing what excites you. And even though there's some grind here and there at the end of the day, it still excites you. Right. Now, if, if your passion becomes more like a job that's different, but you've got to put yourself in environments where it stays like your passion. So like yeah. I I'm in supply chain, right? So you may hate trucks, <laughs> you know. Like, I love like talking to truck drivers. I love, you know, like when I know that I can do something or my team can do something and we're going to actually help a real life person in their day and make their day just a little bit better. Like that excites me. And it just happens to be in supply chain. Right. And so I I think that's, that's really cool. You you know, you kind of mentioned something and you walked away from it, but I'm going to come back to it. And that's the whole, you're in a meeting, you're, you're talking about how to do stuff, the options, things like that. And you're the expert mm-hmm. and you're coming to the table as the expert, but sometimes people don't want to hear from the expert. Yeah. Um, that could be a fatal flaw that, that, that could be like, not only just like, Hey, corporate working with a, a third party provider, like yourself, but that could also be within a team. Right. And Hey, there's an expert listen to them. It doesn't may not matter that they have the highest degree or whatever, but if they're the expert, Man, yeah. they got something to add value. How have you maybe helped others open up their eyes and their mind to the fact that there is value in listening to the expert at the table and just yeah. just listening?
1: It's so good. So I, I start internally and I I hire experts in my field. Um, so I, I think I'm a great camera guy, but my guys that I shoot with are 10 times better than me, right? So, um, and this is what I find if there's one thing that I do a lot of is I talk with experts and I help experts explain what they do. Yeah. So, um, I really do think it starts with great listening. I know you can hear people, but when you listen, um, and then as you put them through, as you put that listening through your own filter, pull out those key things that you're, that you're doing, but you gotta, you gotta be able to listen. And, and I think I really, truly believe ego uh, plays a part. And we see it, especially with salespeople and interesting, you yeah. love is part of what we're writing, but sales types will have their ego involved. I'm like, I don't have to do it that way. I'll do it my way. And I'll, right. I got this figured out. Well, what you did is you just negated half your team that could have helped you and supported you and made you even better because they're an expert in this particular thing. And because you sidetracked that doing it your own way. Yep. Um, so I, yeah,
0: or trying to do it all. Oh, so,
1: so do it
0: all, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of times, especially if you're moving from an individual contributor into a leadership role and, and, and you've done that, right. You know, you were the guy behind the camera. Now you're the guy who runs the production. Right. And so how, how did you make that transition from going from this is my part, like even like being in front of the camera, here's my part. My job is to play this role Yeah, and to learn this line. And now you're, you're orchestrating everything. That's a big, big switch.
1: Oh my God. Uh, you actually just teed me right on up because it is about playing roles. And I decided I wanted to play the role of producer um, yeah. not just because of the cash flow, but it's interesting in my industry, especially us guys that are not in the, and I do have a foot inside of like universal studios, um, Hollywood. I do have a foot in that door and it's super fun. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I'll play a role on my, my friend's team as like, you know, second AD or all, you know, it, it really is about playing roles. And and as you grow from a cinematographer or a, a cameraman to like, oh, I'm going to take on this whole client or project. It's that learning, but then seeing yourself as that role and then doing those things. Uh, uh, somebody smarter than I had a really great and just losing track of uh, her mind, but uh, her in my mind, but it was like, start acting and being who you want to be, start dressing that way, start walking that way, start talking that way. And I very much did that early on Um, because I'm not a control freak, anybody who is around me, but I am a producer. I am addicted to getting the job done, delivering the final. I love being in the room when the people see it for the first time. That's my drug, became my drug. So the only way to fulfill my habit
0: yeah get my rough. fix
1: was to yeah. be the producer and be like, get it from point A to point Z. Um, and it's still fascinating to me to take something that's in someone's mind, uh, their imagination mm-hmm. to a thing. And again, I'm not artsy, fartsy, I'm not there's a balance between a total like let's let's go let's get it done to here's the practical way of getting it done and
0: right. right. And, and sometimes, yeah, like sometimes if you're super creative, that whole keeping a timeline, keeping a structure can yeah. sometimes be hard, right? Yeah. You know, whereas other people have a mindset of here's my production plan, here's my timeline, here's the executables. Oh, something happened. Okay, how can I go and work around whatever that issue is, right? Yeah. It, I mean, I'm a big fan of lists, I'm a big fan of project plans. It, it, I mean, it's that's that side of my brain that that yeah. loves it, right? And others that doesn't always, always fly. You're definitely in an industry where probably there's a lot of of like, Oh, what's a timeline. Right. <laughs> the time is money, right? Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. And so to have the both and is a blessing, sometimes yeah. is a curse. Yeah. Uh, so for the longest time they fought against each other and I would get frustrated and, and there's a term we use, you know, you're in distress. Mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, marrying the two of, of let's get it done and let's you know I'm hyped to get to the end. To here's the logistic and even the creative process. Um, and so leaning into what's pra- yeah the practical versus the like whatever. There's a statement that I like to use. It was it's from a movie, not a whole movie, but it's called there's I think it's called the first night with Richard G- gear and uh, Sean Connery. Uh-huh. Shout out to uh, Sean Connery, but it says this. That there is peace only found on the other side of war. So yeah. there are times when you have to have those moments, right, of grind. Um, yeah. Of having conversations with people that are uncomfortable. But the result is peace. The result mm-hmm. is the, the ability to move past that hurdle or that thing. Um, I feel like I'm getting all philosophical all of a sudden. No, I love it, though. it plays into... Um, you know, again, we're motivating. There's triggers that uh, motivate people. Right. And you have to find out that on the, the team. I know my close guys, I know how to motivate them, but day in and day out, we're having to, to find those little buttons.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and I, I land on this whole thing with this, if your needs are met and this, I went through a two year training of stuff and um, if your needs are met, you can meet other people's needs. If your needs aren't yeah. met, you're going to be in distress and you are not going to be able to, to match people's stuff mm-hmm. um, and stuff. There's another word for stuff. right? So,
0: <laughs> Thanks. Sure. Thanks for using stuff. I don't have to flag this as a yeah. booklet, so I appreciate that. Some <laughs> of my episodes like, are, you know,
1: you're like, <laughs> Jason, you're editing this one. <laughs> so, um, so, so that, that's where I go. So t- this morning I have, this is the seventh call I'm on and that's not normal, mm-hmm. but um, I had to get my needs met early this morning. So I was up at seven, um, yep. which isn't super early, but I was up and I was, you know, getting my breath work in and and doing my thing, having my coffee. And, and so, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm full. I'm still full. Like I'm not lacking.
0: Yeah. You know? I, I love that, that You you find time to figure out what pours into yourself, right? So you have more to pour out to others. What are some of your non-negotiables every day that allow you to really be able to have that momentum throughout your day?
1: Yeah. And I hope this doesn't sound cliche, uh, but I I did it three times today. Uh, uh, It's super simple. And again, I don't want it to sound cliche, but it's one word. It's no um,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and I'm only four years into this powerful word.
0: Mm
1: No, um, no to the things that don't move the needle, um, relationships that don't move the needle. I, I, I I understand your question was really direct, but it it starts with like, I can't, I'm not going to spend time with those people because that no that that is a no to that at this time, because it doesn't Mm -hmm. move the needle. Um, to where i need to be whether it be this week whether it be at the end of the day whether it be at the right right um, that again goes back to like did you set yourself up on sunday so by friday you're you're not on your last breath but you right you're literally like friday's a, a a celebration of like the week um but the power of no is absolutely and it starts from the very minute things in your life um I just recently, and he's going to love this shout out, but I, I got to give him a shout out. I'm working with a, the panda man. He he has a panda diet, so I'm fasting more. And I tell you, the health thing and the stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's not just, you know, the intermediate fasting, but taking a whole day off of just no food or a 24 hour thing. The clarity, you know, and I just saw something from a, a, a candidate that talked about like, what, a, what are we doing about besides just. Pumping people full of medicine, right? Some prevention, and I. So again, I'm in. I'm in a lot of corporations. I'm in a lot of places, and you can see the healthy people. You can see the Mm -hmm. not healthy people. You can see the people that um, need some solutions in their life, right? Yeah,
0: Um, but and it's holistic. Like if you, yes, if you want to be successful in your professional, but also in your personal, it's not just. You can't exclude, I call it might, but you can't exclude that physical aspect of of your well-being. Right. And that may mean getting mo getting motion every day, going for a walk, doing doing something, stretches, deep breath work, something, right? Yeah. But then it and it's also being very thoughtful about what you put in your body. What are you consuming with your eyes, ears, your mouth? Right? Like it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, and so for me, I, yeah, am I going to have a treat? Yeah, I'm going to have some treats, mm-hmm. but am I also going to be thinking about what am I eating and can I cook from home versus going out every day and just, yeah. just little tweaks end up helping so much. Yeah. And then what you're putting in your ears, like legit, I, when I work out, I'm almost always listening to a podcast. Yeah. And yeah. it varies. Like, I mean, I'm going for everything from like Andy furcella to a religious podcast to like something that's going into our aliens existing. Right. Like it literally is just a little bit of everything because yeah. that's uninterrupted time of me getting information into my brain. Mm-hmm. Right. And the same thing with reading. Like I try to read ten at least 10 pages every single day. So good. It's just, it's the only way I think that you can continue to grow and develop is by carving out time for you.
1: Yeah. One, 100%. It's your, you know, your mind is a garden and whatever Mm -hmm. you consume, which is becoming a a, a word. I don't watch TV. I just, I don't, I spend, I have so much time in front of a screen, right? Whether I'm editing, I've got two computers, two monitors, you know, Um, (laughs) yeah. I actually go with, through with withdrawals when I'm just working on my laptop. I'm like, I need a bigger screen because I'm so used to having I mean, more. Yeah. But uh, the one the one thing on that note, one of the things that uh, I'm sharing with everybody that is listening regarding myself and my life is I started doing self-taped uh, meditation. So I just did a voiceover and I put some music to it because I'm able to because I this is what I do, right? But I'm telling you, it was—it's super natural. There's something about your voice in your ears as you do like a 10-minute walk that just—and—and it, and it's lined out. It's the I am, I am, I am, and the I wills and the I wills, and um, a strong mind. I'm telling you, there's just something about it, and I've—I've I've just seen such a, a a big thing, right? And it's writing yeah. people, you know, just writing the 10 things that you're most grateful for. I don't deal with de- depression, negativity. Yeah, I'll wake up every so often and it's like, how the heck am I going to pull it off? But the next words out of my mouth are, I can do all things, right? I, right. I can do this. I got this. It's one of my favorite things in Star Wars. Uh, the the first one, The Force Awakens. I can do this. I can do this. They're, they're mm-hmm. like jumping all around there into the next thing. And this, I can do this. I can do that. I, I freaking love that. Every time that scene comes up and I'm seeing, I'm like, I love that because they're, they're just getting thrown in, right? Well, this week alone or the last couple of weeks alone, I've had like 10 or 15 things I've never seen before. And I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Like sometimes with my team, when we start the week, I always start the week with a team meeting. We're all remote. So we're all calling in from different states and whatever. And every once in a while, I'm sure my team loves it when I do this. But I'm like, all right, we're going to start off the meeting with tell me something you're grateful for. I don't want to hear like all the negativity going into the week and this person may be mad. and Nope. Tell me one thing you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. It could be that you just woke up today and you have air in your lungs. Yeah. But so you good. can kind of tell if your team is starting to go down a more negative path. And to great. me, that was like the easiest way to just, let's change the energy.
1: Yeah. Good for you. That's so good. We have a wins, learns, and next steps. That's the mm-hmm. If anybody ever asked the most simple meeting you can have. It takes 30 minutes uh, wins. You always start with your wins. There's something about, and you always celebrate your wins because mm-hmm. it requires, right? So wins, learns, not losses. We don't lose. We nope. get better. We learn. And then next steps, which leads us to like how we're going to get stuff done. It's, it's the simplest three three prong meeting, right? Because uh, people, people got get complicated. I love Elon Musk. It's like if it to be a 15 minute meeting, awesome. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I would, I think my team loved me this morning because it ended up being a five minute meeting. Okay. Uh, thank you to the uh, construction guys that needed my attention, but yeah. they loved it. I'm like, look, here's what's happening. Here's what you need to know. Love you guys. We'll just catch up at later. Right. Yeah. So no- I know we're, we're getting kind of close to time and I want to be respectful of that. Yeah. Love to know if you could go back in time, 10, 15 years What would you have told Jason back then? What would have been your advice to that yourself 15 years younger?
1: Yeah. uh, Great question, by the way. I love these. Um, I I think there would be one thing I would have done because I grew up in a small town. um, I would have not listened to the fear of the big city. I think I would have moved to LA quicker and, um, and my best example of this is one of my good friends, uh, Dean Holland, who edited the office, he would, did parks and recreation. He did Brooklyn nine, nine, <clears throat> excuse me now has a new show, uh, great guy, but he's only like a year or two older than I am. And I'm like, you, and he did, he came to LA and, and jumped in and got lucky because that's what it does. But he's also a very hardworking, a very kind dude, uh, shout out to Dean Holland there. Um, uh, but that would be my, my thing. I would look back, but here's the thing. I also know now that you can trust the process and you're never, you know, you're never too late. You're always on time when you're ready. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, have there been years of like, what the, am I doing? You know? So, but I didn't have the tools and straight up on this. I did not have the tools to ask myself the right questions. And I wish, you know, high school would teach it more. I wish, there would just be more self-discovery um, type things. Um, I have a, that's my a whole nother, that's a whole nother world. But <laughs> um, but if you're asking me that that would probably be the thing. And then, and then um, probably even sooner, you
0: know, yeah.
1: Try, uh, go for your passion, live, live your passion, live, live and be that person that you want to be.
0: Yeah. Um, so I love it. So let go of the fear and go after your passion and it just move faster, really. Right. Like if you were able to do those two things, you probably would have been propelled much faster than than yeah. what you were. And, and now you are doing those things and you're seeing the manifestation of that passion. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It, it's interesting because the more I've tapped into that, the faster I've gone.
0: Right. Yeah. And I've
1: been blessed and fortunate, not because of, it's not just been luck. It's been hard work and, mm-hmm.
0: you know, uh, getting the jobs done and stuff, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, luck is because of hard work. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. you have to put in the work to create the luck. It's, there's no overnight success, right? It's, yeah. It takes 20 years for the overnight yeah. success to happen.
1: I 100% agree with that. That was a 20-year overnight success.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Well, I so appreciate your time today, Jason, getting to know you better and sharing your story with everyone. Sure. Just really great takeaways of following your passion, leveraging you know, video to really tell a story and that that creates that emotion connection with, with your audience, with your teams um, and just really awesome stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for for sharing with everyone. I'd love for us to maybe share with the group on how they can take action. Yeah. So, yeah. best ways to follow you: Instagram, your website. Yeah. Uh, you want to share with the group?
1: Yeah, I would. I would love that. Thank you for putting that on screen. Um, I know that. I, I think we were contemplating going down the road of like why video and how important it is into today's thing. I think if you're anyone in business or entrepreneur. Video is so high on the list of things you need to be doing. If you don't know how, feel feel free to contact me. We have packages and we have uh, terms and sheets and PDFs that'll be just like, here's the best way to start. And then if you want to engage more, we're available to that.
0: Yeah, and I, I'll tell you, somebody in corporate America, we haven't actually worked together on that that front yet, but it is so important. And it, it just drives so much momentum with your associates, with your teams, with your customers. Um, being able to tell that story video goes a long, long way. Um, so blueeyedPro.com would be the website. Everything's out there. Or you can follow him, follow him at Jason H. Munden, M-U-D-E-N on Instagram. You also have a TikTok. I didn't put that up there, but you want to share with the group your TikTok?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, video Assassin. It's uh, pretty. That's my other like brand, I guess you could say, um, because we come in and we kill your video needs. Um, Love it. Whole, a lot of times when I'm traveling and stuff, I hear that Jason Bourne music in my, yes. in, my in my head, that uh, just feels very spy-like. And it started a couple of years ago. I, the quick story: it started a couple of years ago when we had to shoot like seven cities within like uh, seven days. So we were literally Chicago, wow. New York, Miami, Dallas, Seattle, L.A. And I had a point person. I was like, hey, you set them up and I'll, you know, I'll shoot them. And I know we're not supposed to use those terms as much anymore, but. I just no, did. I love it. And I,
0: I personally am a believer that everybody should have at bat music. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, so you're a baseball player and you're going, you know, you're going at bat. They play music at the sta- oh. in their stadium, right? Like I have always wanted that when, you know, I've had to present. you know, at a corporate event, I always have something in my mind, what's my at that music today, right? Like, so I love that you had your, the Jason Bourne soundtrack (laughs) in your head that I can totally relate to that. Thank you again for joining us this evening, Jason. I really appreciate it.
1: I loved it. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for tuning into Might in Motion. If you learned something about motivation, momentum, mindfulness, or might, please like, comment, and share. Thank you.